the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. We will hit on a familiar theme this hour. Public schools. Get your kids out. Monitoring public schools. And keeping teachers in line. Now, invite your calls, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, if you have horror stories about what's going on in your school. A lot of bills in the Ohio legislature that would be awesome if they were enacted as laws. Teachers unions are against them. That's how you know they would be awesome. And I have an event I would like all of you to put on your calendar. It's called the Ohio Education Forum. It's moderated by our friend, frequent guest, Jack Windsor, Ohio Press Network. It'll be held at the North Columbus Baptist Church on Saturday, March 19th from 1230 to 4. That's on Snoffer Road. Who's going to be there? Who's going to be speaking? John and Diane Stover, Protect Ohio Children Coalition. Jennifer McWilliams. I do not know Jennifer. I'm going to get to know Jennifer because she's one of the tiger moms. I don't know if she's a mom. She's a tiger crusading for our kids. She was working in 2019 as a reading intervention instructor when she like becomes horrified by what she's reading to kids. Social emotional learning. Grooming them. Planting the seed of gender confusion in their head. Extolling the LGBTQ lifestyle, all those things. Well, of course she got fired because, heaven forbid, we can't have a reading intervention instructor who tries to intervene in something harmful for kids. What are you, taking your job description literally, Jennifer? Don't do that! So she has fought back and is spending her time now as an activist. You can find her website, Jennifer McWilliams, MC Williams, Consulting. Dot com. She'll be there. Lisa Chafee. There's a Tiger mom. Hilliard ran for school board. Didn't win. Big mistake, Hilliard. That's why you have Hilliard-Davidson teachers listening to Kaleidoscope Youth Center developmental seminars repeating this kind of nonsense to your teachers. Is it really gender that's the issue? Or... Is it this challenging idea that, like, I'm telling you that 12-year-olds have this figured out, right? And that we have a responsibility to trust young people when they tell us what their experiences are and they tell us, you know, what their identities are. So if you have any questions about sex, go ask a 12-year-old. They got it all figured out according to the Kaleidoscope Youth Center 
idiot. And I don't say idiot without purposefully parsing the word. I use idiot because an idiot is someone who has knowledge available to them and ignores it. Ignores it. People who work at Kaleidoscope Youth Center, people who believe in transgenderism are idiots. So there'll be a lot of other people at this forum speaking out. You will become aware, hopefully engaged and energized by good people who are fighting for kids. Saturday, March 19th, 1230 to 4 p.m. Time well spent. Okay. We're going to deal with what Florida is doing, and it's just another reason why Ron DeSantis would make an amazing president. The bill before the Florida legislature, which, of course, is being criticized because parents, parents want to roll in protecting their children. No, we're the teachers. We have their best interests at heart. No, you don't. But first I have to deal with how we got into a situation where teachers feel comfortable playing this role in kids' lives and where this idiot from Kaleidoscope Youth Center feels comfortable that she won't say what you're about to hear her say, and no teacher at Hilliard-Davidson will feel the freedom to stand up and oppose it without losing their job. There is no such thing, really, as biological sex. There is, but it's complicated. No, it isn't complicated. Is it a boy? Is it a girl? Since the dawn of time, are you having a boy? Are you having a girl? It is not complicated at all. There's nothing in the world that is less complicated than whether you are born a boy or born a girl. Not complicated. Gender, made up. Delineation, sex. Two sexes, not multiple genders. There are no genders. It is sex, period. That's it. But how do we get to the point where people can spout this kind of nonsense? Because... We have people who have spouted the nonsense of critical race theory and have made millions doing it. Ibram X. Kendi, Ta-Nehisi Coates, Robin D'Angelo. And we have another leftist who, of course, has been given the forum of the Columbus Dispatch editorial page to spout his nonsense. His name is Jack D. Aurora. He's a partner with the, uh, well, I don't want to say because... Heaven forbid anybody would patronize that law group. (laughs) He said, if you don't know what critical race theory is, don't feel bad. Neither do the folks in charge of K-12 through education in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, they do know what it is, Jack, and they don't like it. Listen to this paragraph. Acknowledging disparities in education system for students of color and whites, the the State Board of Education required all employees and contractors to undergo implicit bias training. Yeah, that was back when the George Floyd thing happened. So what they're saying is acknowledging disparities in the educational system for students of color and whites. Do kids in Linden get as good an education as kids at Dublin Jerome? Generally, we would say no. No, probably not. They probably don't. And because of that, the State Board of Education required all Department of Education employees and contractors, anybody who does, anybody who provides food in the cafeteria, 
anybody who provides janitorial services, anybody who sells paper products to schools, anybody who contracts with schools in any kind of a way, they all had to undergo implicit bias training. Now ask yourself, ask yourself, does an inequality of outcome mean that there is implicit bias? Does it mean the deck is stacked against the kids at Linden? We're going to scheme so that those kids at Linden don't get a good education, but the kids at Jerome do. That is, of course, ridiculous. That would be like me saying that the reason I'm not as wealthy as the Schottenstein family is because there's some kind of an implicit bias in the system that keeps me from being as wealthy as the Schottenstein family. Now, sure, I wasn't born into a family that had wealth like the Schottensteins had. I don't know how many generations ago, but they could have easily squandered that wealth. They haven't. They've multiplied that wealth. And it's not for me to blame them for something they had no role in. They were born into it. They haven't mismanaged it. They've grown it. Good for them. There's a disparity in the wealth of two people. Is it the result of implicit bias? No, it is not. Is a result of circumstances that are just unavoidable. Or, or it's the result of more two-parent homes in Dublin, less two-parent homes in Linden, more engaged parents in Dublin, less engaged parents in Linden, more businesses in Dublin, more property taxes in Dublin, not as many property taxes in Linden, and crummy management by Columbus City Schools. But Mr. Jack D'Aurora wants everything to be even, which, of course, it never can. And so this is the foundation upon which all leftist ideology is created, that an inequality of outcome means that there must be something in the system that causes it. And he goes on. He goes on and on and on and on and listen to his example. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Mr. Lawyer Man Jack D'Aurora to explain, Jack, if there are disparities in the system, implicit bias, you should certainly be able to point them out to me. So here he goes on his merry way of pointing out where the disparities are in the system. Think how whites lynched some 6,500 blacks with impunity. Between 1865 and 1950. Hmm. Think how blacks were excluded from significant parts of the New Deal. New Deal was uh, post-depression. Prior to 1950. In 1938, federal mortgage lending direction stated that neighborhood stability is dependent on properties continuing to be occupied by the same. He's talking about redlining. In 1938. Now, I will give Mr. Jack D. Aurora the benefit of the doubt that he's so immersed in the business of his legal practice that he somehow managed to go through whatever dog and pony show law school he went through or high school he went through without ever learning about a little thing called the Civil Rights Act of 1964, which makes discrimination on the basis of race, illegal. I would think an attorney like Mr. D'Aurora would know about a law like that. 
and would give me a more recent example of implicit bias in the United States of America than something 72 years old. Complete and utter nonsense. CRT is. So is social emotional learning. What is it? Florida's fighting it. We need to fight it right here. I'll tell you why next. So with all things leftist and progressive, the label never really tells you what it is. The effort to program our kids to question their divine creation as a boy or girl is not called mind-bending lies. No, it's called social emotional learning. Ooh, social emotional learning. Oh, and it's portrayed as a wonderful thing. It's so wonderful that elementary school teachers should be teaching social emotional learning because, I mean, we all want our kids to be socially and emotionally solid, right? Don't we want that? I think we all do want that. But teachers who are encouraging kids to examine whether or not they are feeling like a boy or a girl are not helping them. They are harming them. Uh, My wife, who I did not know until she was 30 years old, has said to me many times that growing up, if she didn't come from a solid Christian family, which, by the way, uh, here is what Kaleidoscope Youth Center said at the Hilliard-Davidson teacher seminar, social-emotional learning, about the issue that crops up in families who view life through a faith prism. I think there is a religion piece of this as well. Um, I think the more religious a family is, the less likely you are to see their kids come out. And there, there are lots of nuances in there. There are lots of specifics that make that more extreme or not at all the case. But in general, right, if a family is more religious, maybe a kid is coming out at school and not at home. Mm, and they like that. And there are states, Washington, North Carolina, where if a kid does express gender confusion, they're not allowed to tell the parents. Now... She says, oh, those stupid religious people, those evil religious people, those who view life through a prism that God designed everyone, knit them together in their mother's womb, knew them before they were born. Yeah, they're the idiots. They're the problem with this. So this is an anti-God, anti-religion viewpoint. And teachers unions in Ohio... They don't want parents to have control of their kids. How do I know this? I'm looking at a story from Anna Staver in the dispatch about bills in front of the Republican portion of the General Assembly. We all know about the backpack bill, which teachers hate because you're going to give money to students to pick their own school. You're going to help parents send their kids to private schools. Oh, my goodness. And they hate House Bill 322 and 327, 
which would outlaw teaching critical race theory and its concepts. They hate the teachers associations. Bills that would make curriculum transparency law in the state of Ohio. Got to post your curriculum online. Got to put the books up, who they are. I love the quote from a teacher in the Greenan local school district over by Springfield. Heather Stambaugh says, it's the implication of, look, they are hiding something. Well, if you're not, what are you afraid of? Like, if somebody came in here and said, uh, I can't think of an example here. Why are you stealing computer equipment? I'd be like, well, let's go look at the security tape. and Let's go ahead and watch it. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm not, but don't look at the tape. It's crazy. Like, what are you hiding? If you don't want, and if I said, well, there's no security tape, is there? I mean, I'm not, but there's there's no tape, is there? (laughs) Wouldn't my employer have reason to go, why is he so hung up on us looking at the tape? Yes, you are ingraining the mistrust that you say we are practicing. Yes, yes. What, don't you trust me? And the answer is no. No, Heather, we don't. We don't trust you. Jenna Powell from Arcanum has tried to get the transgender sports bill or whatever you call it, protect women's sports bill, I think is what she calls it. It's gone nowhere. And this is what this is why the transgender sports thing matters. Because if biological boys can play girls' sports, then biological boys can go in girls' restrooms. Teachers can be forced to call biological boys her. Or in the stupidest application of preferred pronouns, the story in California where two non-binary camp counselors who go by they, them, were allowed to sleep as counselors in dorms with 10-year-old girls because California law allows camp counselors to sleep in the dorm of the gender they identify with. Now, while I think the law is stupid, they don't identify as females. They identify as, what, plural? They, them? If they called themselves she, her, I'd be like, well, your law's whacked, but at least they are identifying as females. They're not even identifying as females, and they're sleeping in there with 10-year-old girls, and yes, without the parents knowing about it. Gee, call me nefarious, but if I were a sexual predator and I had a fascination with little girls and I knew that all I had to do was change my pronouns and I could sleep in a dormitory with little girls, do you think I'd have so much honor to go, no, I I pretty much insist you call me he and him. If I knew all I had to do was say, oh, my preferred pronouns are they, them. Where's the key to the door? What's your name, little sweetheart? This is sick and twisted in every way. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.